Hello, my fellow Awakened Horsewomen. Welcome back to the Awakened Horsewoman podcast, where we unravel the conditioning of your life so you can have a better connection with your horse in a way you never would have imagined. And today, I figured I should probably talk about a horse named Julie. And I kind of wanted to talk about her today, just so you guys can get to know me a little bit better. This is the second encounter I ever had with a horse. The first time I ever had an encounter with a horse, it was with a trail riding horse that ended up kicking me, and I was nine years old. So needless to say, I was kind of scared of horses. That's all I remember about this guy is he kicked me right in the leg, and I and it hurt. Let me tell you, it hurt. Scared the pants off me, too, for a, a nine-year-old girl. So now we come to a horse named Julie. And this horse was something else. So a friend of mine at this time decided that he needed a horse. I have no idea why. I was a city kid, didn't know anything about horses. And I thought, okay, whatever. So as I heard stories about this horse, the person that had them before, or her, didn't really touch her much. I don't even know if this horse was halt or broke. I'm not positive about that. But basically, this horse was untouched. Nobody had done anything with this horse. I think it had a foal. And the horse was about four years old. So he comes down the driveway in this trailer. And I'm thinking, I don't know why he wants this horse. He comes in the yard. We unload the horse. I don't know anything about horses at this date stage of the game not a clue I'm terrified of horses remember then I was a nine-year-old I got kicked so this terrified little self of me is like why does this guy want this horse he's not even really that much of a rider and she's not even like you can't even do anything with her I get now that you know she was a work in progress whether this person knew anything about getting a horse started no idea I have no clue so Julie was in the round pen and I just kept looking at her. And I'm like, why am I so drawn to this horse? I don't understand. Of course, this wasn't going through my mind at the time. But I kept watching her. And she kept watching me. So I would sit down on the grass. And I was a ways away from her. where she, I could still see her and she could still see me. But I sat there in the grass. And I don't know how long this went on for. But I sat there in the grass for the longest time. And she would periodically just stop eating hay and just watch me because if I moved that would be oh what are you doing so eventually I got a little closer and I just stopped and stared and I couldn't figure out why I was so drawn to her it was just like I couldn't get enough of her I couldn't touch her nobody could really touch her I don't even know how they got this horse in the trailer no idea I was green as the grass in those days and I didn't know a darn thing about horses except for the one that kicked me (laughs) So as time goes on, and I'm not sure if this was like through the course of a day or a week, but I got closer and closer. And eventually I was sitting on that fence. But first I was kind of like peeking through the fence and the corral and I was like, oh my goodness, like what is it about you? And then I was sitting on the fence and I just couldn't get enough of her. That was really where the start was with uh, my adventures with the horses. And then my friend and I, we went our separate ways, 
And this city girl that didn't know the first thing about horses enrolled in a program, and I was so determined to enroll in this program. It was a five-week coaching program, or maybe it was eight weeks. I can't quite remember. It's been that long. To teach people how to ride horses. (laughs) It's kind of funny, isn't it? So I got accepted into this program, didn't know nothing, and I'm learning all the ABCs, all that good stuff, how to pick a feet or hooves or whatever. And the first time it ever happened to me where my instructor said, now pick that hoof, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Like I had to go to the back end of this horse and pick it up and pick it. I was terrified. So I was learning everything, the basic fundamentals about the horses. I learned how to saddle them, how to brush them, how to pick their feet. Western saddles, it's been so long, I don't even know how to even put the thing on anymore. And I learned how to ride. That's where I learned how to ride. And we learned Western reining style, which was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. So all these years later, I always give kudos to Julie because that sparked everything for me. I actually, from there, I went and worked in a show jumping barn and I got to jump horses once a week just to stay riding but I didn't really like riding all that much I was I remember when I was in the arena and I was going to have my lesson and I was on this huge bay horse the little turkey bucked me off and of course I had no balance whatsoever so of course I came off and I think I broke my tailbone so it kind of hurt for a long time and it kind of shied me away a little bit and I've spent the rest of my time working on the ground with horses and Eventually, I ended up at a breeding farm, actually, at a thoroughbred breeding farm. And that was really eye-opening. I love being at the farm because I got to deal with babies. I mean, who doesn't love babies? But babies are amazing little teachers. I couldn't believe what everybody takes advantage of and they take for granted all the work that goes into a little baby. I had so much more respect for babies because I didn't really know them before. I understand all this processes that goes into a baby from, you know, actually the foal being born and all that stuff. It was such an, a learning curve for this city kid. And from there, I have been at the track ever since. I love thoroughbreds. I'm a track girl. And I really love being at the track because... Number one, the thoroughbreds, they really need somebody, especially empaths at the track. I used to get looked at so weird. Oh, your horse doesn't like this and this and this. And I would give my trainer all these different things and he just thought I was half crazy. And then I eventually figured out because I didn't know I was an empath to keep your mouth shut because people think you're crazy. And really, we're not crazy. We just got a different way of doing things. We're just feelers, that's all. So... And the other thing that I really love about the thoroughbreds, I mean, because they are such a performance uh, athlete, that you'll know immediately if something doesn't work. And that's what I love about them so much. They're such a challenge. And it's a tough world to be in. And there's nothing wrong with being there to offer a little kindness, I think. And people do notice that... I'm a little bit different 
not in like some weird offlandish rainbow colored hair kind of different. I just mean I go about the horse differently. I'm actually there to show people there is another way with the horse. And it's been fun. I have learned so much stuff from horses. It's just amazing. I've seen people, and I'm not just being exclusive to, you know, the people in the thoroughbred world, but just horse people in general, since I've been involved in this world, how they can say, oh, you're such a piece of garbage, blah, blah, blah. And they go on and on and on how lousy this horse is. And I'm thinking, holy crap, your horse isn't going to run very good. Or your horse isn't going to perform very good in the arena. Or you're not going to do very good on that test. It's it's amazing to me how the industry that I'm in attracts people that really, really need the help. And I find that very interesting. And I really love being there because there's more than one way to do this. And a lot of people think the old school way I've done it this way my whole life the only way I know every trick in the book and this isn't working and here I come along and I offer something different and it just surprises people and back then when I first met Julie did I ever see any of this coming heck no heck no I freaking love these guys they are incredible powerful beings that have just there's so much expression to them I love it it's just so much fun for me but being an empath when you work in an industry with the horses you can change the dynamic immensely just by being you I've gone from being somebody who is just kind of coping with all the crazy energy that's out there to actually thriving and people notice they notice that I've heard comments before, it's just something about you. It's just your aura. That horse is so good for you. And it just comes naturally, you know. It's just a natural thing. I know exactly what the horse needs. If there's anything going on, I can feel it in their body, you know, just walking beside them. One of my favorite things to do is walk hots. And that's when you, after a horse has either finished a race or they've galloped in the morning, you walk them until they're cooled out. I love that job. I get to connect with them. I get to be with them. We get to do things together. I get to send them energy to kind of heal them a little bit, make them feel good. And then I get to send them back to their groom. Best job in the world. I love it. So on that note, let's wrap this podcast up by asking you, what was your first horse? And what was the story behind that? Was that the horse that got you started in uh, whatever it is that you're doing with your horse? I know Julie was definitely the spark for me. I probably would have been involved with the animals my entire life, but horses really are it for me. And of course, cats too. Don't forget the kitties. There's always a barn cat or two or ten in the barn. So anyway, don't forget, Anchor has a messaging system that you can message me. Don't forget to share this podcast and share it with your fellow empaths. And I look forward to the next podcast, sending you lots and lots of love.